What is up, people? Welcome back to the Highline Podcast. We need to take a breath. Yeah, fucking hell. We need to take a breath because about five minutes ago, Kabi Menu scored the winner in the 98th minute to make it 4-3 to Man United. What, like, some game, wasn't Like, it? we have to start there. Oh, there's nowhere else, I like think. Some game is a weird, some game is a weird sentence. It was some second half. Because Maybe that's better. the first, like, the first hour was, domination. Just, was just domination. It's the best United have played all season. It's the best I've seen Man United all season. The, I'm going to go through the team. I thought the back four defended really, really well. Yeah. I thought Martinez was... Martinez was the star. Outstanding. Shaw that. as well, brilliant. Yeah. Dalol pretty decent and Varane pretty decent. I thought Casemiro was brilliant. Yeah, he Again, was. Back to his best, back. I think. I thought Cobby was sensational. He's th- so mature, Cobby, isn't I, he? He just moves with no haste, no panic. It's, it's swagger as well, though. Like, there's no panic so and it's natural and all, but there's just swagger in with it as well. He's, and we're going to talk about his, his contribution all over the pitch today, but I thought Bruno was okay. He was fine. A few, he bugged me with his misplaced passes and he was a bit stupid towards the end when he just needs to hold, but he, that's Bruno. Like, I thought Garnaccio was okay. I thought Rashford was really good and I thought Hoyland was really good. I thought that was Hoyland's best performance in the United Jersey. Without a doubt. Outside the Champions League, without a doubt. Like, a complete performance. Until... I noticed you left out the goalie. I did. I, don't, I think he's no good. I don't, I don't rate him. Unfortunately. But it was a complete f- performance until... All of a sudden, a they dodgy get a, call. They get no, it's not a dodgy call. It's it's a no call. It's no penalty. You can't even know. You, we none of us here even know if he touched him. No, that's how minimal it is. Yeah, there's no way that's a penalty. So th- that's kind of how they get back in the game. And once that goes in, though, both of us looked at each other and we both knew. The, I, it's, it's unlikely United have the the, the, the gumption to hold to hold this. Yeah, and 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 they did it again. They, like they didn't hold it. Obviously, they went. McTominay you think they've got the cushion again and they can't even hold that two very late and soft goals tell me what you thought of the game well it's pretty much echoing what you said I think they were were brilliant Mm. best I've seen them play all year fluid in attack so much different combinations happening and they were solid I think that was the biggest takeaway I could take from it they were solid but not enough goals that's the problem they were poor finishing was poor is the problem today is the problem not enough goals, not clinical enough? Or is the problem whenever they, another team gets and nicks a goal, maybe they shouldn't be, they can't hold it? Because they didn't hold it. It took, it took an 18-year-old to, for one of the best goals of United this season. I think it's a bit of both. All right. If I was a United fan and if I was Eric Ten Hag, I would probably take the most positives from how much chances they actually created. Hmm. Because I haven't seen a game where United have created that much no, chances no, in a long time. No, neither have I. So I think that was a massive positive for them. I think that front three is without a doubt the best front three. I think Bruno likes that front three because he can hit any of the three of them. Yeah. You know the three of them are going to be on the move. So Bruno can hit them whenever. Yeah. Casemiro 
doesn't have to get on the ball as much anymore. He can do what he's good at. And that's all because of that 18-year-old beside him. You're absolutely bang on. Because when it was Ericsson or when it... Casemiro needed to find passes. Yeah. Whereas... Or not even... It's a Casemiro, I just... I think he felt like he needed to do more all the time. Like carrying the progression the ball. To, he had to make up for the lack of, say, energy in Ericsson. Yeah. Ericsson can only do so much. You can only depend on Ericsson to actually get on the ball and play, say, a switch out. Mm. Or if he was around the box, he could play an incisive pass. Mm. Whereas Casemiro felt, I have to come off the centre halves. I have to take it. I have to ping it long. I have to get into the box. I have to play it to the fullback. I have to play it to Bruno. Whereas with Menu beside him, Casemiro knows, I don't even have to take it off the centre halves. Menu can take it off the centre halves. Menu can progress it. Menu can get into the box. Menu can play it to Bruno. Menu can find yeah. the wingers. He can find Hoyland. All I have to do is what I'm good at. Well, and he did that. And you look at Casemiro's performance, that's exactly what he did today. I fully, I fully agree. But I think the biggest thing he feels is take, like, for example, the commentator said it multiple times, it looks like Man United were playing a 4 1 for one at times. That's and how that, they pressed, yeah. That, that's how they pressed. That one was Casemiro. He didn't budge. At times when they had to drop deep, Casemiro was a third centre half. Yeah. Without a doubt. So that's and I think deep, that's I think that's the best way for Casemiro to play. Doubt. But what I thought he he may have felt that he didn't have to do at all, like he did last season, was progress the ball. Like the amount of times I've seen Casemiro having to run through the midfield just to try and break because it could be Ericsson could be up in line with Garnacho. Bruno could be up in line with Rashford. And it's Casemiro isolated on his own. Whereas now with Menu, there's an actual link. There's cohesion there's in the midfield. Small, a small bit more, at least. What I love about that United midfield, and I said it in the last episode, that I felt that was United's strongest midfield three. It's the balance. Hmm. They all, there's no one not playing in their preferred position. There's no, no. shoehorning Ericsson into an eight. There's yeah. no shoehorning Mount into an eight. Yeah. There's no playing Maynou in a six. There's no McTominay playing six, eight, ten. No one knows. He's Whatever United need, McTominay plays in a certain midfield position. Bruno's in the ten. Menu is in the pivot. He's more of an eight. And Casemiro is the six. They're all where they want to be and they're all where they're good at. And that's the most important thing. Same with the front three. There's no Rashford right wing. Yeah. no. There's, there's no Hoyland up front on his own. There's no Anthony playing, which is huge for them. Yeah. Rashford's on the left where he belongs. Played really well. Garnacho has taken to the right wing like a fish to water. Shaw's back with Rashford. That helps Dallow and huge. Garnacho have a good Sorry, link. Sorry, that, that left flank... Rashford needs Shaw. He does. Shaw is so much to him. And that game was pure proof so that. Shaw, I thought Shaw was brilliant all day. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But I want to go back to a question. You say the midfield at the moment for United has the perfect balance. United spent 60 million on a midfielder this year. Oh, yeah. Well, that's and he's the... on his way back. So, so, so where is he going? I don't think he plays. You don't think he gets in I don't instead think of... Ma- I don't think Mount has a place in the team. Maybe in certain games, it's good to have options. It's good that Bruno can take a rest when needs be. Maybe in the latter part of the game, when Bruno gives those needless passes away and you need a bit of control in there, Mount might come in and bring more control. Yeah. Maybe Bruno can play right wing. Maybe Mount can play right wing. I don't know. But for now, you can't put Mount in that. You can't disrupt that midfield three for me at the minute. They have everything. And most importantly, you cannot take Hobby Manu out of that team. No. You just cannot take. And I think we need to talk. I think I want I, I, to, you know I think that, I want to dedicate a but, couple of minutes of this to Kobe Manu because 
I said it a few episodes ago that he is one of the most naturally gifted, incredible talents I think there is in the Premier League at the minute, even in Europe. Right. He is outrageous what he can do with a football at 18. And the fact he's just slotted into... Playing midfield is no joke in any team. But he's playing midfield in a in Man a United team. Man a United dysfunctional team. Man United team. dysfunctional Man United team with no confidence going on in there, no structure, no balance, and he's come in, slotted in seamlessly. And he's played eight, started eight games in a row. And you made the point to me earlier on, Casemiro started, Bruno started, Rashford, Rashford started. started. All these players started. But Manu was left on the full 101 minutes. Casemiro was brought off. Rashford was brought off. Garnacho was brought... Hoyland was brought off. And I have to, and I have to dedicate a touch because we've been very harsh recently. And rightly so, I think. But you have to give credit to Ten Hag. Last season, Garnacho had a really good preseason. Ten Hag took it and brought him into the team really, really well last year. And this is the year he's kicking on. Preseason, we all said it. We watched all the Man United preseason games. We said, Kabi Manu... He's been phenomenal. I'm convinced he'd have started. He got injured. Yeah. The very minute he comes back, he's back in the team. He proves he should be in the team. And Ten Hag has the gumption to keep him there. And you have to give Ten Hag a certain level of credit. Definitely. Because that game isn't won tonight without Kobe Manu. No. And Kobe Manu's not on the pitch without Ten Hag. True. So you have to you have to give him some credit because he has been under scrutiny recently and rightly so. Another point that we made on Monday that I want to come back to is we both made it and it was Ten Hag said once these players come back once I have my full team you're going to see more chances you're going to see more goals and you're going to see basically more, more points yeah and first game with the full team really starting what do you think well, is he right we can only take what we've been given first game back they showed that they're a better team with all them players back. Sunday they go again. It's all they haven't shown consistency all season. They've yeah. had good performances. I think at Chelsea, but they haven't on. had this team. As, I know this is the first time they've started all season. It's without a doubt Ten Hag's best eleven that's available to him. If he can get them playing on a consistent level, at a consistent on a consistent basis, yeah, I think they will pick up more points. They still have a very very tough task on their hands hmm. with. Spurs flying. I know Villa had a bit of a bump. I was just the about week. to ask you what that can they but, catch um, that for? I think it's a very, very tough task. It's eight points now. It's a very tough task, but I think if they can keep them players fit and them players can keep playing at a high level and they can score them chances that they missed today, they could have a chance, but I do think it's a very, very uphill task. Last point I want to make before moving on from Man United is we did see Martinez getting strapped, iced, the same foot as he injured. That can't be an issue. Well, if it's an issue, it's a big issue for United. He was, how good was he? He transforms that whole team, both in possession and out of it. Line breaking passes, comfortable like in possession, clearance. goal line clearances. He had everything. He's an, inc- he's an incredible player. He's can't speak highly enough for Lissandra Martinez. He's but before we move on, just very quickly... Mm. Uh, Marcus Rashford played, Marcus yeah. Rashford scored. He faced a lot of criticism this week from all corners of the globe, us all too. corners of the media, us professionals in the game. A lot of criticism. Yeah. Five minutes. He answered it, didn't he? Five minutes. He, That's all it took. 
He looked. He, he looked, looked in the mood. You said it. So can, can I actually preface this a small bit as well? Because I know if you if you listen to Monday, I did say we did say Wolves would win. Both of us walked into the room today before the game, about an hour, an hour and a half before the game. I said, I think United are winning today. And I and we both both of us had absolutely flipped this. Yeah, and, and I think it was. I think it was two reasons. I think it was a shift. Both of us just felt Rashford was going to be at it. Yeah. And then when we saw the team, we said, this is this is the first time this team, which Ten Hag has said, basically, without in so many words, it's his favourite team. And he said, wait for them to come back. And we both just said, do you know what? It's a really good team. And we said, I think, I think they can win. I hope Rashford can kick on from this now because... He really, he did actually silence people tonight because the goal was brilliant and well taken. But and his was, overall play as well was It was his performance. Was it was everything. Yeah. It was the, his performance. He was great. Decisive was, in his dribbling was, I think, the most and yeah. decisive in his movement. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him actually... Like, when he made a move, he made the move. Yeah. When he yeah. went for the dribble, he went for the he dribble. He meant it. Yeah. And he believed himself that he was going to get by. He saw Nelson Semedo in front of him and, I, and he said, I'm, I'm going to have you on toast. I thought I thought Rashford was yeah really so really yeah good huge tonight. huge win for United that and we'll see if they can kick on. I'm going to move to the biggest game of the midweek section really and probably the biggest statement as well. Yeah, Liverpool four, Chelsea one. Now both of us did look. We both of us last week said look Liverpool are going to win this game. Chelsea are not a very good team. Liverpool are a very good team. First game at, at Anfield in the Premier League since the announcement, obviously, of Klopp, so that was all there too. But they still had pressure. They still had pressure. I mean, City were started the game 45 minutes earlier and were two goals up in a matter of... So they all knew that. They knew the city. this City team was chasing Arsenal them. had won the day before. I mean, there's a lot of... And they were... They were brilliant. From the off. Minute one. They are their force. I'll tell you who I can't really believe. I'll tell so. you who I can't believe. How impressed I was was that young Connor? Was it? Was I was it just going to say Bradley. What's prop, his first name? Connor. Connor Is Bradley. Connor Bradley. Proper player. My God. Proper player. The way the the, the finish, yeah. like that is such a difficult. I finish. was nearly more impressed to defend him. Yeah, he, he can had defend. Sterling up against him. Like he and can Sterling, defend. Sterling must have been like, if I'm going to get into this game, I've got to take on the young ladder right back. Yeah. I'm established. I've been in mm-hmm. the game. I've won everything. I'm, yeah. Bradley didn't give him a sniff. Give him a sniff all game. But Bradley didn't give him a sniff, and Sterling didn't give him a threat. No, but I think that's more. I think that's all. But Bradley, I think he was just he was so good in possession mm. as well. He really impressive, and it's another young player that Liverpool just have coming through the ranks. The likes of him, Kwanzaa. Like it must be such a nice environment for these young players yeah. to come into. You've got leaders all around you for now. For now, of course, but. Like I just I compare the likes of Garnacho and Menu coming into that all over the place setup at United, and you think of the likes of Kwanzaa and the likes of Connor Bradley. They can come into this established, balanced, confident dressing room full of leaders. But you you made a great point to me during the game, and you said you think of, you think of who Man United's last couple of players of the months were. I mean, you take Garnacho one two in the bounce. Is it Menu was last month? Yeah. These are 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds that are coming in our 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 player of the months for, for an entire three, four, four, five months. They're coming into a team with no leaders. I think that's why these Liverpool youngsters have such a good 
can come into this sort yeah. of system and they can perform right off the bat. Yeah. And there's no problem putting them in. There's no question mark around, okay, Trent is out, we're in trouble. No, it's okay, Bradley's on the bench, he's able, he can come in, it's his time, he'll do it, no problem. No, I agree. I, I, I think there is a huge contrast at the minute. I think it is what Ineos and Sir Jim Ratcliffe and everything want to change. And from everything we've heard in terms of reports, especially in terms of even only today with the Old Trafford thing that, that you sent me, everything is positive. Yeah. Everything is positive in terms of the ownership st- structure. Uh, and everything at Liverpool is kind of becoming more up in the air with Klopp leaving. But I suppose all we can do is focus on the next couple of months because I do think for the next couple of months, Liverpool, gonna Liverpool are going to be seriously, to be seriously serious good. Threat. Like, I saw Neville Neville said it in his stick to football that came out today. Yeah. That all season, he's kind of been waiting for that Liverpool dip. Like, he was thinking, surely this dip has got to come soon. And it just has not come. And, but, but you know what and has changed? But not, sorry to interrupt you now, but I think of when Salah went to AFCON and we posed that question yeah. and we said, are they in trouble? Is this yeah, where the drop-off yeah, is going yeah, to come? Yeah, yeah. Jota has stepped up yeah. immensely. Yeah. And I've kind of thought of Jota as in, if he's not in the box, he's no use. Yeah. Like I thought, incredible finisher, gets goals. But outside of that, I don't think he provides much. But he's he was so good again yesterday. Pressing, he was, he was. link up. He's out on the right wing. Right wing's not Jota's position. No. But he's keeping up the performance levels. He's getting goals. Mm. And he's providing. I've been so impressed with Jota since he's come back from injury. And I think Jota coming back will is such a boost for Liverpool going into these last few months, just yeah. having these different avenues of being able to score goals. Because yeah. you look at Liverpool, yes, Salah's the top scorer, yes, Salah has the most assists, but they do get goals from all over the place. Centre halves, no, midfielders, Nunes, okay, yeah. Nunes hits the bar for fun, uh, but he was, still scores sometimes. Yeah. Diaz can score, Conor Bradley can run up the pitch and score a goal. Mm. There's goals everywhere. Liverpool, that's why Liverpool are just a bag of tricks. I, that's why I, could, I will never write Liverpool off this season even if they do take a f- dip in form of two or three yeah, games I, don't I just don't think I can write them off this year especially with Klopp leaving I think genuinely I'm going to say this now 1st of February Liverpool have a very special end to the season coming I really do think so I'm going to go back to the way you were sort of Everyone was saying, when's the dip coming? When's the dip coming? When's the dip? And I was the same. But there was a reason I was saying, when is the dip coming? When's the dip coming? It's because I was watching the Liverpool games. They weren't as impressive at all first three months of the season. No, they were they grinding. They were grinding They results. were really grinding results. They were nicking one here. That got a, Liverpool got lucky the weekend. Liverpool got lucky the weekend. It's different now. No, the performances are the performances, their streets ahead the perfor- of who they're playing. The performances there, their streets, you're right, their streets ahead of who they're playing. Even when they, but they can come through hard moments and they go back to the Bournemouth game. First half was shaky for tat. Mm-hmm. A few changes, tactical tweaks at halftime came out and they were brilliant. That's you have that you're gonna run into that. I think they're doing everything right right now. This game Liverpool. On, this game on Sunday is going to be massive. It, it's it's huge because Arsenal are home. Yeah. It's huge. It nearly feels like a cup final for Arsenal. They can't lose. I think if I go a step further. You think they have to win? I think they have to win. I think for confidence think as well, they have to win. For confidence and for points, Jamie. 
I know For but points I, But yeah. it is only February now I don't want to get too carried away yeah. With thinking You have to win You have to yeah. win It is still only February No it is, it is, it is But I do think for a confidence perspective For Arsenal The performances have not been there In the last while If they can beat Liverpool at the Emirates Score a couple of goals That You'd be surprised what that can do For a team's oh, confidence If Arsenal go and beat Liverpool at the Emirates that's a big shake-up. How did you how did you find them against Forest the other night? Comfortable. Forest didn't really but pose not, much of a threat. But not killer. No. Again. But they were comfortable. Reasonably comfortable. Two like, of their forwards got on the score sheet, which has to be a bit of a plus for them. No, it does. And like, you know, I liked I liked Saka's finish. I thought Turner was so poor for Jesus' goal and that ultimately Jesus' goal got them going it was shaky end they were begging for the whistle it was a grind but that's the way look you want to compete win the league you have to win these sorts of games but you know when we were watching Arsenal we watched the game together yeah. we were getting so frustrated oh we were we were shouting at them we were screaming at them. and we TV. were shouting at them because it was because Forrest weren't at anything either right and we were kind of just looking for, we, we were looking for a goal Mm. And Arsenal were getting to a, such a good position in the box, could be in the box, edge of the box, and they would do anything. They would do anything but pull the trigger. Yeah, they, they were trying to score this pass side with. I'm going to go back to. Do you remember David Silver played the way he played at Man City, and he got a he got an open, essentially an open goal chance in a very important game, and he passed it off. Mm. I feel like Arsenal are doing that constantly. There are a bunch of players who in an interview would say I'd rather get an assist than a goal. Yeah, there's no killer in there. There's no there's no Kane, there's no Tony, there's no Haaland. Haaland. Yeah, but I think if there was a collective desire if there was a collective desire of a killer instinct, I don't think they have a collective oh, killer instinct. No, I don't either. I think they're just they really want to score the perfect goal. They're like a they're like, like I'm just talking about the forwards now. I really like the defence at defending. I'm just talking about the forwards. They're like six. Let's take the three midfielders, three attackers. They're like six really nice lads. Yeah. Who 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 are great to go down and watch play five aside. They, they play a really good five aside. Mm. They're six really nice lads. But you wouldn't. I don't think those six win you a league. And that's been our issue with Arsenal for, I think we yeah, could say the season. I know. I don't think this. I don't think those six can win your league either. What did you think of Smith Rowe instead of Havertz? Much for fucking muchness. Much, much for muchness. Now it's tough for Smith Rowe. It was his first start since I think it was October. Now I did. I was impressed with him. By the yeah, way, I still thought he, he, was, he fitted in lovely. Yeah, I still thought he was good. I, I, was good. I think Smith Rowe is a good technical, technically yeah. good, technically sound, yeah, good player. Yeah. I still go back. How can you replace Granite Jacket with Kai Havertz, Emil Smith Rowe? You're just talking about Fabio as a, Vieira. You're just talking about player, player profile. profile. It's different. Player profile. I know Arteta has switched up how he's playing. I, I think that's more so, Jamie. I, get I, that. I know you keep going for you have to it replace just, like we like you don't have to. I know you don't have to, but I can't believe he didn't. <laughs> 
I can't believe he went for that change. Because you're essentially in midfield because Party obviously out at the minute. You're essentially left with nothing, only two tens. I mean, if Partey if Partey was playing and it was Rice playing instead of Jack, I'd get it entirely. I'd go. Okay, that makes sense. You'd have rice in the eight. Yeah, yeah. Getting from box to box yeah, yeah. can still throw in the tackle. Leader, Odegaard ten. Char- character. Yeah. Just can't. I can't wrap my head around it at yeah. all. How we thought that was going to go and win a league for you. There's such a difference in mentality, leadership. Like Xhaka was a leader. You can't replace a leader with Havertz. Hmm. Can't replace a leader on the pitch and expect the same level of expect the same level of performance. Expect the same level of attacking threat. Def- yeah. Now the defense has shored up, yeah. and it's essentially Somehow. the same back four. I don't think the goalie is contributing to it massively. No, I think Rice is great defending. I think Rice is really good in the six, but I think Rice could be better if he was playing where Jack was playing. Now that's because Partey is not available. Maybe when Partey becomes available again, yeah. That's why when I see Arsenal linked with Douglas Louise, I oh, think fantastic. I think Douglas Louise what and Rice in there would be incredible. Yeah, incredible. But we're talking from now till the end of the season. And not, from now not till there. the end of the season. I just don't I don't think that midfield three and I don't think that front three can match City's attack, City's midfield, or Liverpool's attack, Liverpool's midfield. And I think that's where they'll fall short. And and look, we're we're gonna come to the weekend and every prediction. We're gonna be talking about that game. I want to go on to Spurs Brentford. What a game! Yeah, crazy. But and I want to actually just if you don't, just give me a few minutes here for for Spurs. Started amazing. The football, some of the football they played was just. I was sitting back like, because I kind of knew it was going to be a good game. You nearly expect these days with Spurs, but I just sat back and like this is phenomenal, phenomenal. Okay, mistake. Brentford score kind of goes tit for tat but they got into a comfortable position reasonably and you kind of just think shore it up you know they, they, they made Ange made ballsy decisions at half time he took off Skip and Bentancur and he brought on Brennan Johnson and Hoiberg. And that's bringing on Brennan Johnson and leaving on Kulisevsky, Madison, Richarlison. So, so just for reference, okay. The midfield consisted of, as, as midfield players on the pitch, of Hoiberg. And Madison Roman. Uh, beyond that, it was Madison, who doesn't partake in defending. It was Madison, Kulisevsky, Brennan Johnson, Werner, Werner, and Richarlison. Right? What happened? Spurs turned it around within minutes. Within min, I and and then you just sit back, right? When they go in the lead and they're dominating and they're pounding, and you think, "Wow, and amazing! What a call! Fantastic to have the gumption! Brilliant! All these sort of adjectives, right?" Five minutes go by. 10 minutes goes by. You're leading now in a game. He, he changes nothing. You're looking at, you know, Spurs are winning maybe 10, you know, 15, 20 minutes to go. And there's six forwards on. And they're trying to get another goal. And meanwhile, Brentford are 
all in all it takes one long kick and they're in and you just think look they won 3-2 they got away with it again all credit to them I love how they play football I think it's that that's gonna re I don't think you can win anything playing like that I think you can you need to play like that at times you can't play like that all the time you can't you you absolutely can't there's, there's other good teams. There's other two, way too good of teams that consistently change how they play in mid-game. I go back to the Chelsea game earlier in the year. I mean, to go down to nine men and, and change nothing. Yeah, there is a time where you have to shore it up. There's I agree. There's a certain level of naivety. There's a certain level of naivety there that I don't know how many more times... He's going to have to learn the lesson, but he's getting away with it a bit now. He's getting away with it, yeah, but... But he's not. He's out of every cup. I mean, he's not, there's no trophy yeah, going there this year. I know. So, I don't think he can win anything with that. I really don't. Do you think they'll make top four? I do. Over Villa? Yeah, well, Villa aren't making top four. I said that already. But I also said Spurs aren't making top four either. I think Villa but, will make top four. No, Villa won't make top four. If you well, if you don't think Villa will make it, and you don't think Spurs will make it, who do you think are making it? No, I th- I, I told you I'm I'm switching. I think Spurs are making it. Okay, well the way I look at it is from what you're saying, and I agree with you. When it gets to crunch time in the season, mm. and Spurs continue to play like that, it could get tiresome. That's why I think Villa will do it because I think Emery has the game management when it gets to that crunch time. To see them out and see them through. Talk to me about this then as well, though. Emery, coming crunch time this season, Villa are getting to European second leg of a semi final. Spurs are in nothing. Spurs are in yeah. nothing. Yeah. But I say the same about team like Man United. Man United are in nothing. They're in the FA Cup for now. There's not a lot there for them. No, I think I think that will play a part. I do. I, I think that I will think, be a factor. I just think, I think if Spurs can keep, keep Madison, get Son back, keep all these fit. I think if Man United, they've got them all back now. Keep playing like tonight. Keep all them fit. United will push. They'll fall short. I think Spurs will get in. I think Spurs will get in, get in with the usual culprits of Liverpool, City, Arsenal. I think that's the top four. I made my prediction and I don't want to change it. So okay. I am going to stick with it. I do. I do think Villa will, will make it. I think they will scrape it. Something, just to play devil's advocate, which I've said many times, it'll be very interesting to see what tiredness does in that Spurs team. For sure, they absolutely. Run. And if they get more injuries again. They run. They'll run a lot. They'll and run and a it's lot. their first season under this Postacoglu yeah. style of football. They're not going to be able to sustain it until yeah. the end of the season. Or maybe they will. I mean, they've shocked me so far. I, could, I didn't think they'd last this long. A few players I want to touch on before we do our predictions for next week which is a phenomenal weekend by the way also our Manchester weekend by the way so you're going to be getting one from Manchester as well which is so exciting Can't but wait. Luton 4 Brighton nil. have to touch on it massive I couldn't believe it that's massive for a lot of reasons first of all Brighton getting absolutely humbled humbled but you look around Everton are now in the bottom 3 Luton are out of the bottom potentially 3 potentially more point deductions coming Luton for both Forest out. and Everton Luton, like so like I did say that if any of the promoted teams were going yeah, to stay you, up, it was no, going to be Luton. You know, you did, you did, you did. And you've had a good few good calls. And I want to say that Adebayo for Luton yeah, scored his hat trick. Really good player. Really like him as a centre forward. And if Luton do go down, yeah, 
don't think he'll be short of suitors. I think he can stay in the league and he can be a good striker in the league. But Brighton, man, Brighton, what is going on they there? A, they have a big game at the weekend. What we're, is going we're, on we're, there? We're going to discuss. I want to hear what your because, thoughts are. Because like, getting all these plots. Deserby's getting linked with Liverpool jobs, yeah. City jobs. Yeah. And I saw, have they won three won games three of, the last 16. of their last 16 games? That's... That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Now they have a big game at the weekend. Deserby has to yeah. has to answer back. Brighton have to answer back. Yeah. Interesting to see how much he changes. Look, a few good, really good performances for Palace. Alise was fantastic. Eze was fantastic. Both went off injured. Did they? Both went off injured. Now could just be well, precaution. I remember Lise. Could be a knock and they're being careful. This team news you for that to, Palace game will be interesting. Very. You have to be impressed though with Sheffield. They fought. For sure, yeah. They fought at Selhurst Park. But when I looked at that game, I couldn't help but just be blown away by Elise and Eze. He, they are... They're two incredible talents. They're incredible. And, and like, they deserve so much more than that Crystal Palace foundation that, right they're, now. that they're surrounded by. I think they're destined for big moves. I do think they're going... I, think, I do think... Well, uh, one of them at least is gone this summer. I really do believe it. I think if... Alise is definitely gone. I think Alise is... Very, look, he's look, he's heavily linked with Man United. And Chelsea, both of them. I, and both... A lot of reports and he prefers... Yeah. I think he supports United. Yeah. Just just from what I've read. From decent sources. Yeah. And I, I do see... I think it'd be a good move, but you do have to take his injury record into account, I think. I know. You, you started... He gets, in, he gets injured a lot. You know, he just scored the screamer, the winner, I believe. Yeah. And then went off with this. He went and I was, I was off my seat. Yeah. I was stood up. Both of us were. I was saying, oh, this guy, he's so good. I've been talking about this guy yeah. for the last two, three years and he's amazing. And then I look at the screen again and he's, he's on down. the ground, down, he's about down to go off again. again. Yeah. And, really? I, and I did, I flipped. But um, Really quick, City, taking care of business. Business as usual for them. Burnley, Normal. waste space in this league, Burnley. Can't believe you ever gave them any time. Look, 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 look. We'll, we'll Gen- genuinely waste of space in this league, Burnley. What did it? They provide nothing. I remember Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche must be twisting in Goodison Park right now. The fucking fortress he built at Turf Moor. I used to fucking hate oh. watching Burnley yeah. because you'd go to Turf Moor and you'd be like, you just knew it was a nil-nil or a yeah. one-all or a one-nil. Yeah. And he must be twisting because Turf Moor is the easiest place in the league to go at the minute. Rant over. Look, this weekend is a big one. This weekend is this weekend is an amazing, amazing weekend of football. Big games everywhere. Big games everywhere. Sunday is monstrous. And we are in Old Trafford on Sunday. So we will be filming our podcast. Live from very, Manchester. Live from Manchester. The very minute the Arsenal-Liverpool game finishes up so we will be at Old Trafford watching Man United and we'll be going straight to watch the Arsenal Liverpool game well, that's that's a fact that is a fact that's how that game is that's how yeah. that game is playing out but I want to go to my picks right and I want to preface by saying I've had a bad two weeks you and have I'm, and I'm making some changes I'm doing further research I'm, I, I, and you want to put this right more importantly though right more importantly I'm I'm taking record so what I'm doing is I'm creating a spreadsheet. So I have all the odds. I'm going to give you them all supplied by Paddy Power. So I'm creating a spreadsheet, right? Damn, this is this has hit you hard. Yeah, it has because I want. I still think I'm I'm in green, but I can't prove it. I suppose I can go back on the podcast, which I actually might do. But pretend I'm going to put on a hundred on each on each game. So three a week. 
So 300 at risk every week. I'm going to see I'm getting on. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give you my picks this week, right? I'm going to start with the first game of the weekend and it's Everton at Goodison Park to Spurs. And I have a Spurs win there. Hmm. Everton in foul form. They are in foul form. At the minute. Can't score a goal for the life of them. Can't score a goal and that points deduction verdict is looming. Is it next week? Did I read that it's next week? I'm fairly sure I read a day ago that it's in the next few days it's been released. Yeah. So that's looming. So as of now, it hasn't been released. But I, 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 I do love watching Spurs right now and I think they have plenty of goals. And even though Spurs are wide open at the back, don't think Everton have the punishment goals to, to capitalise. So I think Spurs are going to get a good few goals at that. What are the odds like for that? It's 13 to 10. So it's better than evens. But at 100, you get about 130 back. Okay. It's pretty good. Next one. Sheffield United at home to Villa. And I'm going to take a Villa win. Redemption after their performance the weekend, during the week. Yeah. And they need it. They do. Emery's going to beat into them there now. He will. And big teams answer back when they, they, they face they big do. losses. They do. So it'll be a big test for them. I think they'll come back. Uh, it's 4-7. to seven. Okay. I, I need to get back on track as well this week. Don't remember, Don't forget. So that's, I'm going with Aston Villa there. I hear it. And my last one. I'm taking Man United at Old Trafford. Four to six. I don't care. I'm in attendance. It'd be rude. <laughs> It'd be rude. Yeah. So no. I'm, take, I'm taking Man United to beat West Ham at Old Trafford. Goldfest? I think United get a couple over the line. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Do you think West Ham can score? No. Martinez plays. Fair enough. So I, that, 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 they're my picks this week. But I want to run through what your opinion is. Go, go start to start with Everton, Spurs. Do you disagree with me or, or agree there? I agree with you there. Yeah. yeah. I think Spurs, I think Spurs, I think Spurs will win. I have, don't think Everton have been very good lately. So yeah, I think Spurs. Do win. you think Brighton come back and put things right at home to Crystal Palace? If Eze and Elise don't play, yes. Yeah. If they, if one of them is playing, yes. If both of them are playing, I wouldn't be so confident. Okay. But Palace are still not great. They still conceded two to Sheffield. They did. Sheffield are an okay and outfit. Brighton are at home. I'm sure the fans will have to be up for it because they need a they need to pick me up. So I will go for a Brighton win there. Yeah. I think they'll score goals. I think Palace could score a couple too. That could be a high scoring high scoring game. Could be a three two. Yeah. But I'll go for Brighton in that game to redeem themselves. Yeah. I know I think so too. Uh Turf Moore we're going to next. The easiest place to go to in the league. Burnley against Fulham. Burnley are gonna get another team struggling for goals, but I see Burnley are gonna get the win here. As of as of quarter past eleven, I haven't checked my phone in a while. I know Broya is on the way to Fulham. Armando. On a loan deal from Chelsea. So that's a striker coming in. That is a striker coming in. Whether he'll get goals for them, I'm not sure. Whether he'll be registered in time to play that game, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. I think Fulham will win purely because I can't fancy Burnley ever. Mm. So I'll go for a Fulham win. I'm going Burnley. My God. I'm going for it. I think you do it just to piss me off. At the yeah, minute. almost. Newcastle at home to Luton. Ooh. 
Luton aren't great at home away. That's my issue. But they just bagged four against Brighton, so but Newcastle just slapped Villa. And Newcastle were really, really they were impressive. They were really, really good. They were really impressive. They were really good. Isaac might be fit though. Uh, he went off injured. Callum Wilson's not fit. But I do think I do think Newcastle back at St. Oh, no, James. No, I, I think, think they'll have think enough. They'll do. I think they'll do. I think they'll, I do think they'll have enough to get that over the line. And do you agree with Villa? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're into Sunday. Big day. The big day. Bournemouth at home to Forest. I have Bournemouth win for me. Yeah, I think so as well. I, th- I thought they were I thought they were performing really well again uh West Ham tonight. I only seen the first half. I thought they were good first half. They're unlucky with the penalty. Mm. Um Bournemouth, yeah, at home. Yeah, I think Forest don't really provide much at the minute. I don't think that Nuno appointment will do will be the right move for them. No, it's turning in the long run. Yeah. I think Bournemouth will win. Chelsea at Stamford Bridge at home to Wolves. Gary O'Neill will be disappointed tonight. Yeah. Chelsea were poor against Liverpool. Chelsea were poor. I think that'll be a draw, if not a Wolves win. I'll go for a draw. Yeah. Yeah, something like a 1 1, maybe. Mm. Something like that. You agree with United, obviously? Yeah. Perfect. Looking forward to seeing Copy Manu in the flesh. This is the big one. Arsenal at home to Liverpool. I think Liverpool are going to win. I think Liverpool are going to win at the Emirates. I really do. Missing Trent, missing Salah. Trent's back. He's back, but he was not. He was on the bench. He came on, but you don't know. Don't know. Is he fully back to start? I think, I think he'll play that game. He'll have to. Play I it. think Arsenal don't have enough for them. I think they lose. I'm trying to think back to that cup game. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. At at the Emirates. Yeah. Ah, but ah, it's a different mentality. I know it's a different game entirely. You'd be better off thinking back to the return fixture. But Liverpool still won. And Arsenal Arsenal just created a chance for fun, but Liverpool still won. I just, yeah. So. Even if it does, Arsenal do get in past the defence, you know, even at that, you have Alisson to get by. I think. I think with the form Jota's in as well. I think Liverpool will win that game by just the one goal. I think, yeah, I think Liverpool will win by, yeah, I'd say two. A 2-1 win, I think, for Liverpool. Yeah. Brentford at home to Man City. Think City business as usual again? Um, That could be tough for them. Yeah. Brentford are good at home. Tony's back. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday Night Football. Brentford are good on them night games. Yeah, they are. The, their stadium. I'm going to go wild here. I'm going to say Liverpool win the night before. Yeah. And Brentford either draw or then nick a win. Because I remember, it pretty sure now, my facts could be wrong, I remember Brentford beating them at the Etihad last season. I think Brentford did the double over them last season. So I'm yeah. going to upset the odds entirely yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say City drop points after Liverpool win at the Emirates. And I think the top two get all the points this weekend as well. Different. Mm-hmm. Right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing weekend and see you in Manchester. We'll talk to you from Manchester.